Alrighty, hello again everyone and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for what the hell is the 25th of August, 2022. Happy Thursday to you. I am Derek Hunter. I am your host. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend and all that good stuff. And most importantly, appreciate you tolerating my uh, lack of full shows of late. But uh, that is going to return to normal starting tomorrow. Why not today, you lazy SOB? Because I am a lazy SOB, to be honest with you. I've been doing shows for, I don't know, three years, and I've taken, I've not done a something on one of those days, and it was because everybody got sick, and so, you know, I think I was entitled. Anyway, we're going to be back to totally normal tomorrow. I just uh, wanted to thank everybody for that and tell you that I'm going to be posting, I was just going through them, as a matter of fact. I'm sitting here at uh, 10.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that I am going to post a bunch of pictures from the family vacation, non-COVID, nobody coughing up a lung pictures, but uh, some pictures from the trip to Michigan. It wasn't all getting sick and feeling like crap and everything. It was just mostly, just most. No, not even just, well, this is where it comes in. I feel bad. Because of all the people, maybe, maybe my dad had it easier, has it easier. And I don't want to uh, knock on wood. I hope he does uh, end up just being, you know, fine. He's doing well so far. And I hope that he ends up having it the lightest. But uh, I had it. I had a day where it was crap. I felt, I felt crummy on, I guess, last Tuesday. And then... Um, came back from where we were and I just went to bed. I said, oh, where I, I think, I was like, I'm going to go take a nap because I feel tired. And I never was able to fall asleep. I slept like crap. That was the thing that COVID did most of me is that it screwed up my sleeping. Uh, I couldn't sleep for more than a couple hours at the most in a stretch, no matter what I'd done, no matter how tired I was. And I never really got physically exhausted as some people have. But, you know, at nighttime, I'm tired. And... uh no, I could sleep for a couple of hours, maybe two hours at the most, and then I'd wake up for no good reason, not because I was coughing, not because of anything. And I'm just laying there in bed going, good God, and you're just acutely aware of the time and you're trying to fall back asleep, and that's the worst. Time never passes more slowly than when you are acutely aware of it. And so uh, it would just drag and drag and drag, and I was like, God, this sucks. And then I'd eventually fall back asleep, and then I'd wake up again. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, it was weird. I had a roll-out bed, a fold-out bed, which is not all that comfortable, but I'd started off sleeping pretty well. And then at the end, I slept on the actual couch uh, in the uh, other room. And the last two nights we were there, I had the best two nights of sleep that I'd had the whole time we were there. I I don't know why. I don't get it. The wife and kids shared a bed in another in the second bed, uh, actually the second bedroom, rather than the the craft room, which also doubles as a bedroom. But uh, anyway, that was it. I, I had a cough for I don't know a day or two that was all located in my throat. Since we went to the hospital um, too many times to count, I went to the hospital th- three times with the kids and one time with my dad. Um. While I was there with the kids, I had them check my lungs just because, you know, it's been, I had my last cigarette in 2015, 
but uh, that's not true. I had my last cigarette when my mom passed away a couple years later, but um, my last regular smoking, I quit smoking on the day I got married in 2015. And uh, I thought, well, it's going to be maybe my lungs are bad. I used to get bronchitis every once in a while, so it's like not not a fun time. So I figured while we're there, and God knows what we're paying for those emergency room visits, I fear the mail. We uh, I'd have him throw a stethoscope on my chest or my back and see if I, my lungs are clear. Because luckily the kids' lungs were clear. And my lungs are perfectly clear, too. The doctor told me that the strain of COVID that's going around right now is located mostly in the schnoz, in the nose area, the sinuses, which is good. It's good. It's not fun, but it's much better than the lungs. You can breathe through your mouth if you can't breathe through your nose. If you can't get air in your lungs, there is no alternative to that. So hopefully that continues to hold, and that's the the direction this thing goes until it goes away. But that was my case. I had a sore throat, and I lost my voice. And uh, that was it. Cough occasionally, but it was always because of mucus from my nose going into my throat. That was it. And it wasn't very often. My wife has a hacking cough. You would have thought she smoked forever, but she still has a hacking cough. Uh, I told her she's got to go see the doctor. We'll see. If she actually, I'll keep kicking her in the butt about that. But uh, I tested negative for the first time today. Not that I have been testing myself regularly. I think the last time I tested myself was Saturday or Saturday or Sunday. I woke up feeling pretty good. And I'd been feeling pretty, get, getting progressively better. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll check and just see if this, if I, and no. No, it hadn't. I like, crap. But today I just tested, I don't know, because I figured, I mean, it's been long enough. And it came back negative. Like, that's good. That's good. Now, if everybody, Quinn threw up this morning. So she woke up feeling crummy. And then she ended up throwing up. Because I tried to, I gave her some kid Tylenol and that didn't, didn't stay down very long. And then I gave her some anti-nausea medicine and uh, that did stay down. And then she was able to eat some soup and stuff. And then she had a pretty normal dinner and thank God she didn't throw up because I made her spaghetti. I want to talk about living life on the edge. A kid that has been throwing up of late, you make the kid spaghetti when it's your own carpeting that they're going to be uh, playing on. But it worked out. Knock on wood. Thank goodness. So good for that. And hopefully everybody's on. My dad is doing well. Thanks to everybody who sent messages of uh, concern and support. So far, so good. He's on what day is today's Thursday. He's got uh, doses today of Paxlovid and doses tomorrow, dose tomorrow of Paxlovid. Um, he's got a bit of a cough, but less of a cough now, actually. He's doing much, much better. And it's... He had some phlegm, but he's always kind of had some. I mean, he's got lung issues, obviously. But um, he's doing, he sounds great, which is good. Video, it had <laughs> try to explain to a guy who just turned 82 years old how to answer, it shouldn't be this hard, to answer an iPad for a video chat with your grandkids and your, your son and your daughter-in-law for your birthday so we can sing happy birthday to you. And... Uh, I had to do it. I had to call him probably three times while I'm on the phone with him on his landline 
saying, now just find that whatever's green, touch green. And he's touching the battery because it was plugged in and charging. And that's green. I'm like, no, the other thing. What so eventually, I don't know how he did it. A bunch of yelling, but he eventually got it. We were able to have a video chat and sing happy birthday. It was looking good. Um, and he's eating. We left him with enough food. My sister is going up there. My one sister is going up there on Saturday after he's outside the uh, window of isolation and everything. So he should be good, and he'll be done with his Paxlovid as well. So hopefully that all goes well and uh, and good and all that stuff. And we forgot a bunch of fudge up there. I'm not the biggest fudge eater in the world, but, you know, I do like packing it. No, um, I, I do enjoy a piece every now and then. And damn it, if... Uh, we bought some on Mackinac Island, and we forgot it in the fridge. My dad doesn't eat fudge. My sister that's going up there doesn't eat fudge. And you're just like, Meh. whatever. Fudge is going to go to waste. So there you go. That is my life of late. I'll just get to really quickly because I'm going to play some audio for you tomorrow. The pre- I love this story. First, a couple of stories. First of all, the president forgave, uh, or I don't even know. Are the rules set? Is it final? I, it feels like the biggest... Uh, prick tease in the history of the world with this student loan forgiveness thing they're going on oh how many times maybe even this week he'll be forgiving student loan maybe even this week maybe and they just seem to focus group and it all hell breaks loose and everybody goes this is a bunch of crap what did i pay my loans for and then they back off it and finally the president came out and announced it if you got pell grants you can get up to twenty thousand dollars in forgiveness if you didn't have pell grants you only get ten thousand dollars in forgiveness which is kind of screwed up to be honest, as somebody who did get Pell Grants, Pell Grants are based on need, right? You're poor and you don't have any money or really any income. And so they, they give you a grant rather than a loan, right? But you're less likely to come out. Since you got the Pell Grant, at least my school, the Pell Grant paid for almost all of the tuition. I didn't go to a very expensive school. I went to a cheap state school. I didn't even go to one of the expensive state schools in Michigan. My Pell Grant, if I had been responsible, which is, you know, the story of my life, never really been an issue, but if I had been responsible, I could have theoretically gotten out of school without any student loans because the Pell Grants covered almost all the tuition, and I probably could have, if I was a serious student and responsible again, cobbled together something to cover the, I don't know, $500,000, whatever it was, the Pell Grants didn't cover. It wasn't a whole lot. And books and whatnot. Instead, I went the cheap and lazy stoner drunk route thinking, well, whatever, I'll just take out loans. Now, thank God I couldn't take out $100,000 worth of loans. I might have because it was that stupid and irresponsible. But I I didn't because I, I didn't have to because the Pell Grants covered so much of what my tuition was. So if you're Tuition is paid for by Pell Grants. Your need for loans, your actual need for loans, is significantly reduced. And as such, you you should get less of a break, realistically, because that's the government just saying, hey, we got this, right? We'll pay for your tuition or a good chunk of it. Whereas other people are saying, no, no, you gotta take out, uh, you got to take out a loan for the whole thing. We're not going to give you anything. They're the ones who should be getting 20000 if anything. I don't think anybody should be getting anything. But if you're going to do it that way, 
but they're trying to suck up to poor people. They're trying to skew this towards helping, quote unquote, low income people. The thing is that most people who go to college and actually graduate, no matter what they used, what method they used to pay for it while they were there, they come out and earn significantly more than people who didn't go to college at least right away. Now, you go into a skilled trade, you're going to end up making much more in the long run than somebody who gets a four-year degree in in, uh, sociology and then goes on to get a master's degree or even a PhD because sociology is a worthless profession. Well, all those grievance studies things and everything. I'm a gender study. I'm a queer studies major from Smith College. Well, all right. I, I, I... didn't ask. I just said I would like fries with that. All right. Now go back to the fryer lady or Z or whatever the hell you go by. I'm a horrible person. I know it. But uh, Joe Biden does everything backwards and nobody in his administration, nobody really in the Democratic Party seems to have any connection whatsoever to reality, to being grounded in reality. It's kind of funny because you had members of Congress whining, pissing, and moaning that what? They are still paying off their student loan debt. AOC, it's tough. I'm still trying to pay off my student loan debt. And you're like, you're making $178,000 a year, whatever the hell it is. Cry me a river. Shut the hell up. And she won't qualify because she's not married, which is kind of funny. I don't know what her husband or her fiancé will make. But I'm sure they're going to look into it and scramble. If they get married really quickly, it'll be beca- like this year. It'll be because that's the way for them to get their in- his income with her income doesn't reach $250,000. And therefore, she'd qualify for student loan forgiveness. <laughs> that's how a bunch of watch a bunch of them will do that. I guarantee you there are members of Congress who are just that skeevy, but they individually make too much money because you got to make less than $125,000 a year. But as a couple, you can make less than $250,000 a year and get your student loans forgiven. You watch how many people suddenly the old wedding bills will be ringing. People will suddenly go, oh, you know what? I really love the way that you bring down our average annual income. Will you marry me? How romantic. So anyway, yeah, that's what uh, the big story of the day was. Like I say, I'll get more into that tomorrow just because I will. I do just want to comment on this Sena Marin. She's 36-year-old prime minister of Finland. She's a good-looking chick over there. But there are all these pictures of her surfacing. She's married, and she's bumping and grinding on some dude who ain't her husband at these parties, at these clubs. Now, Finland, I don't know what the hell you're going to do in Finland. I've never been to Finland. I wouldn't mind going to Finland. But I'm not sure that there's a whole lot to do. And we eat fish and, I don't know, f- go fishing and and then eat more fish and drink a lot. So, of course, she's a young, hot 36-year-old. Then you go, wait a second, she's 36 years old. Like, I get it. I'd get it if the prime minister were 26 years old, that she's acting like a drunken... 18 year old but at 36 you should have outgrown that you that's double the age where it's socially acceptable and this is what maybe it's the cold maybe it's the long dark nights or whatever it is i don't know i don't care i just kind of find it funny that the generation of clubbing and the random hookup culture is now obtaining political power look it's always don't get me wrong the old men's game the old boys club has always been about screwing 
screwing their staff and everything and screwing around and their spouses. I get that. I get that. But not in the era of cell phone videos and clubbing and you know you didn't you didn't hear the old boys in the 50s going out to the clubs no they they bang their their uh, secretaries in their offices like gentlemen <laughs> but now you got uh, they're they're clubbing these people are young because why because this generation of of young now she's up in the higher end of this generation but and she should know better that's just how stupid it is but yeah, we used to sit there and go, and even when I was in school, you'd sit there and you go, these woke, not they weren't called woke then, but all these, these uh, politically correct is what they were called, these politically correct monsters, these little monsters running around demanding that there be speech codes, demanding that you not say things, demanding being offended on behalf of everybody, blah, 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 blah. These little monsters... They're going to get a rude awakening when they get into the real world. They're not going to enjoy it. The world's going to... Nope. Well, we used to say, oh, the world's going to smack them across the face with a dead fish. At least I used to say. This world's going to smack them across the face with a dead fish. The cold, dead fish of reality. They're going to get a rude awakening. Well, it turns out that they actually wrestled the fish away from reality and beat the hell out of reality with it. And now they run the show. And part of that is, you know, you can you can change the rules. You can control what other people can say. You can get people fired if you really get a cancel mob going together. But you still, some of you have to be held accountable. People are going to be held accountable to some kind of standards. And this woman, like, what? This is what I did when I was 28. Well, you're not 28 anymore. You're 36, and you're the prime minister of Finland. Okay. All of you people, you think you can just keep living like teenagers forever, and you can't. Just because you can stay in this country on your parents' health insurance until you're 26 doesn't mean you get to act like you're 16 forever and ever and ever. And then Joe Biden wakes up one day, recognizes that he's got horrible polling with people who are young, and decides to give away $300 billion while trying to complain and talk about being financially responsible. $300 billion on top of a $700 plus billion bill. This month of August alone, Joe Biden spent, set on fire, actually created, then set on fire, more than a trillion dollars. What did you do? suckers anyway that's enough for today i've got to get to bed because i got to be back on the radio tomorrow as well hope you're doing well on what day is today on friday i'll post all those pictures i gotta go through them make sure the problem is with the digital phone camera thing you just take like 50 pictures of the same thing and i don't know i'll make sure everybody's eyes are open and all that stuff i do appreciate you listening and all the kind words and everything like that the pictures will be at patreon.com slash derek hunter podcast or at derek hunter.locals.com they won't be exclusive they'll be for everybody just so anybody who wants to see a beautiful state of michigan it'll be like a uh, a chamber of commerce ad for vacationing in northern michigan and beautiful summer months Uh, Check it out tomorrow, starting at midnight. I'll remind you again on tomorrow's show if I remember. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.